43 days in an open boat compiled from personal diaries by mark twain this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by k hand the superb clipper ship hornet captain josiah mitchell sailed out of new york harbor about the first week in january 1866 bound for san francisco she had a quick passage around the horn and experienced no ill luck of any kind until just after crossing the equator upward bound in the pacific then on the morning of the third of may she took fire and was burned up and the crew and passengers with ten days provisions saved from the vessel found themselves adrift in three open boats each boat had a compass a quadrant a copy of bowditch's navigator and a nautical almanac and the captain's and chief mate's boats had chronometers. There were thirty-one men all told. The captain took an account of stock, with the following result. Four hams, nearly thirty pounds of salt pork, half box of raisins, one hundred pounds of bread, twelve two-pound cans of oysters, clams and assorted meats, a keg containing four pounds of butter, twelve gallons of water, and a forty-gallon scuttlebutt, four one-gallon demijohns full of water, three bottles of brandy, the property of passengers, some pipes, matches, and a hundred pounds of tobacco. No medicines. Of course, the whole party had to go on short rations at once. The captain kept a log, and so did each of the two passengers, Samuel and Henry Ferguson, aged twenty-eight and eighteen, respectively, young gentlemen making their first sea voyage. The plain matter-of-fact journal of the elder Ferguson was as interesting to me as a novel, notwithstanding I knew all the circumstances of the desperate voyage in the open boat before I read it. I give it entire, adding extracts from the other logs occasionally. A perusal of the diary for the 2nd of May will introduce the reader to the cheerful, home-like ship before she takes her final leave of the stage. Samuel Ferguson's Diary May 2nd Latitude 1 degree, 28 minutes north Longitude 111 degrees, 38 minutes west. Another hot and sluggish day. At one time, however, the clouds promised wind, and there came a slight breeze, just enough to keep us going. The only thing to chronicle today is the quantities of fish about. Nine bonitas were caught this forenoon, and some large albacores seen. After dinner, the first mate hooked a fellow which he could not hold, so he let the line go to the captain, who was on the bow. He, holding on, brought the fish to with a jerk, and snap with the line, hook, and all. We also saw a stern, swimming lazily after us, an enormous shark, which must have been nine or ten feet long. We tried him with all sorts of lines and a piece of pork, but he declined to take hold. I suppose he had appeased his appetite on the heads and other remains of the bonitas we had thrown overboard. May 3rd. At 7 a.m. fire broke out down Booby Hatch. The boats got off safe, and all hands— Compute our latitude at 2 degrees, 20 minutes north, and longitude 112 degrees, 10 minutes west. The ship burned very rapidly. Two hours after the fire broke out, the main mast fell over the side and dragged the mizzen top mast with it. Saved nothing but what we had on, except our overcoats. Got in as much provisions and water as time would allow. Stayed by the burning ship all day and night. Divided forces, 14 in the longboat and 9 and 8 men in the two quarter-boats. Our boat, the long-boat, was in command of Captain Mitchell, and the other boats were in charge of the first and second mates. 
rations one half biscuit for breakfast one biscuit and some canned meat for dinner and a half a biscuit for tea with a few swallows of water at each meal may fourth the ship burned all night very brightly and hopes are that some ship has seen the light and is bearing down upon us none seen however this forenoon so we have determined to go together north and a little west to some islands in eighteen degree to nineteen degree north latitude and one hundred fourteen degrees to one hundred fifteen degrees west longitude hoping in the meantime to be picked up by some ship the ship sank suddenly at about five a m we find the sun very hot and scorching but all try to keep out of it as much as we can the men stand it so far well though we have three or four on board who have been sick and disabled for some time though we have had none yet we hope in this latitude to have plenty of showers which will work two ways however as they must wet our provisions and also kill the wind our course to-day has been north by east our water rations are increased while we are in the doldrums where we have two frequent showers may fifth last night was a very unpleasant one it rained very hard and it was mighty hard stowage we all got some sleep to-day has been overcast so we have not suffered from the burning sun as we otherwise should we caught a good deal of water last night and have now more than we had when we left the ship the captain computes our latitude at about four degrees north the captain my brother henry myself the third mate and nine men lead in the long-boat which having most sail hornet's main-top gallant studding sail tows the other two the first mates coming next and the second mates last we made a good run till about midnight when the wind lessened a good deal so far everything goes on as well as can be expected the men are in good spirits though we all have a pretty hard time we were enabled to keep on our course until showers and squalls headed us off sunday may sixth this morning began very stormy and squally it rained very hard and one time the sea was very wicked the waves broken and dangerous what sailors call a cobbling sea everybody became soaked of course bread got wet with fresh water however wind very light until one p m then a rain squall we keep on the lookout all the time for a sail in the evening it rained again making everything very disagreeable this boat is a very disagreeable one what with a large water cask the bag of bread and the bags belonging to the men there is hardly any room left we naturally thought often of all at home and were glad to remember that it was sacrament sunday and that prayers would go up from our friends for us although they know not our peril we read and said our prayers as best we could for the rain not much wind first part of the night very rainy and uncomfortable may seventh henry got the best sleep last night he has had yet the captain also got a few good cat naps the first he has had during the four days and nights since we lost the ship wind light until seven or eight o'clock when it freshened up and gave us a high and cobbling sea much worse than any we have seen in a good while the other boats get on well and are much better sea boats than this chunk we are in not that i have any reason to complain of her action upon consultation the captain thought best to steer more easterly to an island called clipperton rock which is decidedly the nearest suppose we do not find it we shall still stand in the highway of ships and also make a good deal of casting by which we are better able to make the isles further north they being in latitude eighteen degrees to twenty degrees north and longitude one hundred eleven degrees to one hundred thirty one degrees west about ten o'clock we headed east-northeast and hoped to find clipperton island in latitude ten degrees twenty-eight minutes and longitude one hundred nine degrees nineteen minutes the bread department of our provisions is decidedly our weak point 
the captain places no reliance upon the chronometers on account of their constant disarrangement by the plunging of the boat but he means to take sights now and then as they keep together tolerably well may eighth last night a series of calms and light breezes during which we had wind in all directions rained but not hard till morning when about six it began and kept it up pretty regularly wet everything and everybody again no wind all day about noon it cleared off and came out hot second mate's boat desiring to row we went to the rear and each boat took to the white ash that is to the oars saw plenty of dolphins but could not catch any i think we are all beginning more and more to realize the awful situation we are in it often takes a ship a week to get through the doldrums how much longer then such a craft as ours which cannot sail within seven to eight points of the wind we are so crowded that we cannot stretch ourselves out for a good sleep but have to take it in any way we can get it i am glad i managed to get aboard my three bottles of brandy it will do us good service may ninth last night was a pleasant one no rain of any account so most of the day was spent in drying our wet clothes and blankets early in the evening the second mate's boat took the lead rowing when shortly a breeze sprang up and they made sail continuing to row we reefed our sail and set it and so soon caught up that we took the lead then shook out the reef we have been highly favored in being able to keep together so well the sun is very hot indeed and gave me a warning to keep out of it as much as possible and a very peculiar doubling of the sight when looking with both eyes while either one the vision was unmarred looking with both eyes on the horizon crossed thus x lying down in the shade of the sail soon banished the trouble however and i am all right now henry keeps well but broods over our troubles more than i wish he did caught to-day two dolphins had part of one cooked in a pan it tasted well turned in about seven half o'clock and slept pretty well till twelve then turned out to give henry a chance had a good breeze and no rain the captain believed the compass out of the way but the long invisible north star came out a welcome sight and endorsed the compass may tenth latitude seven degrees zero minutes three seconds north longitude one hundred eleven degrees thirty two minutes west drifting in calms all day even as the captain says all romance has long since vanished and i think most of us are beginning to look the fact of our awful situation full in the face we are still in a good place to be picked up but seem to make little or nothing on our course toward the isles we are so cramped up here that it makes it more trying than all else they are not as provident as they should be in the third mate's boat they have eaten up all the canned meats brought from the ship and are now growing discontented the men in the first mate's boat are careful and contented however the chronometers are going but differ somewhat and so they cannot be depended upon we have been mercifully guarded against the destructive effects of these sudden and violent squalls we have all the water we want today joe caught some more dolphins and a small turtle charlie cooked a portion of the former may eleventh latitude seven degrees longitude one hundred ten degrees zero minutes three seconds standing still or worse we lost more last night than we made yesterday caught some little rain but not enough to fill up the water butts the sun in the middle of the day is very powerful and makes it necessary to cover one's head today the mate's boat caught a turtle so we have some meat though we have to eat it raw the cock that was rescued and pitched into the boat while the ship was on fire still lives and crows with the breaking of dawn cheering us all a good deal the second mate's boat again want water today showing that they overdrink their allowance the captain spoke pretty sharply to them 
from appearances they ought to be able to catch enough to-night have no reported sights of sails yet in this latitude the horizon is filled with little upright clouds that look very much like ships the men keep up well in our boat and the captain serves out two tablespoonsful of brandy and water half and half to our crew i offered one bottle of the brandy to the chief mate but he declined saying he could keep the afterboat quiet and we had not enough for all henry ferguson's diary to date given in full may four five six doldrums may seven eight nine doldrums may ten eleven twelve doldrums tells it all never saw never felt never heard never experienced such heat such darkness such lightning and thunder and wind and rain in my life before may twelfth a good rain last night and we caught a good deal though not enough to fill up our tank pails etc our object is to get out of these doldrums but it seems as if we cannot do it to-day we have had it very variable and hope we are on the northern edge though we are not much above seven degrees this morning we all thought we had made out a sail but it was one of those deceiving clouds rained a good deal to-day making all hands wet and uncomfortable we filled up pretty nearly all our water-pots however i hope we may have a fine night for the captain certainly wants rest and while there is any danger of squalls or danger of any kind he is always on hand i never would have believed that open boats such as ours with their loads could live in some of the seas we have had we are all right so far and as comfortable as can be expected i feel the fatigue of the lack of exercise together with the insufficiency of food considerably henry seems to bear up pretty well though looking at times pretty miserable sunday may thirteenth last night was one of the finest nights we have had no rain or squalls though a variable set of winds this morning finds us all pretty cheerful during the night the cry of a ship brought us to our feet but it proved to be only a star rising out of the water thought often of those at home to-day and of the disappointment they will feel next sunday at not hearing from us by telegraph from san francisco to-day our rations were reduced to a quarter of a biscuit a meal with about half a pint of water we hope to catch more turtles and fish to eke out our small stores the men i am sorry to say are improvident they don't waste what they have but would take three times as much as is necessary if they could get it and eat it instead of keeping it may fourteenth to-day very showery though last night was the most comfortable we have had in the afternoon had a regular thunderstorm which toward night seemed to close in around us on every side making it very dark and squally with great gratitude we saw the clouds break and stars once more appear our situation is becoming more and more desperate for we have very little steady wind to make northing and every day diminishes our small stock of provisions we want to get to eighteen degrees north and make some of the islands put down as lying thereabouts but we'll have the northeast trades to contend against they would be a good steady breeze but with our sail and boat i doubt if we could sail within eight points of the wind certainly not while towing the other boats we have one large compass and the second mate another my little compass that h gave me i have loaned to the first mate the time must come soon when we must separate may fifteenth from ten p m last night we had a more comfortable night though everything was in a perfect sop wind baffling and very light but made little progress spirits keep up and i trust all will be well but it is a terrible thing for us all so cramped and with no change of clothes sun out again hot drying our wet things but making it very scorching we manage to head about north but make very little progress 
one blessing we have is a continued supply of water which as we must soon take the trades is very important the captain took a longitude sight this morning but noon was too cloudy for latitude this afternoon wind headed us off to nearly east and threatened squalls and showers late in the evening joe caught another dolphin today in his maul we found one flying fish and two skipjacks had a visit from a land bird today which perched on the yard for a while this shows that we cannot be far from clipperton rock but whether we shall make it or not is very doubtful may sixteenth last night was a very quiet and comfortable one as regards rain though our limited space makes it very hard for sleeping for any length of time we all keep well as yet thank god but are growing weaker today we have a wind from the northeast which we hope will settle down to a good steady trade and take us either to the islands or across some vessel's track the first mate's crew are in good spirits but they have lived very close and are pretty weak the cock still lives and daily carols forth his praise we have yet eaten neither of the turtles when we do we must eat them raw for want of means to cook them no more fish caught today bids fair for a rainy night which i do not mind if we can fill up our water butts in henry's log is mentioned that on the seventeenth one of those dire spectres of the deep a water spout stalked by them and they trembled for their lives with accustomed brevity and expressiveness he observes that it might have been a fine sight from a ship captain mitchell's log for this day gives this item only half bushel of bread crumbs left may seventeenth was stopped riding last evening by the rain which continued steadily all night with a heavy and dangerous sea all day yesterday till two p m rains steadily and a more uncomfortable set of wretches one cannot imagine today however we are drying a little today we were fortunate enough to catch a dolphin and a bonita the latter in its distress took shelter under our rudder from a large swordfish that was hovering around and which we dared not for our lives to try to catch or even molest today we have been two weeks in these egg-shells and it certainly seems as if we are to be saved god grant that an end to our captivity may soon be sent the men in all the boats seem pretty well the feeblest of the sick ones not able for a long time to stand his watch on board the ship is wonderfully recovered a great increase of birds about us this morning passed a most awful night rained hard nearly all the time and blew in squalls accompanied by terrific thunder and lightning from all points of the compass henry's log most awful night i ever witnessed captain's log may eighteenth latitude eleven degrees eleven minutes last night no rain of any consequence had a pretty good night drifted about till two a m when we got a good breeze which gave us our course mate came aboard to-day and reports all well with him but peter who has again got the fever poor fellow the third boat cooked the turtle the second boat caught and mate reports the meat first rate we talk of separating and must soon do so we can tow one boat but not two it seems too bad but it must be done for the safety of the whole at first i never dreamed but now hardly shut my eyes for a catnap without conjuring up something or other to be accounted for by weakness i suppose very likely we would have been in san francisco to-morrow or next day had not our disaster happened i should have liked to send b the telegram for her birthday at two a m we took a brisk little breeze from southwest which allowed us to run our course north by east may nineteenth calm last night rested pretty well this morning captain called up the two quarter boats and said one would have to go off on its own hook second mate would not go so the first mate took his boat and with six of the second mate's men who volunteered to go with two of his own in all nine 
started early and by five p m were out of sight to windward was very sorry to have the mate leave us but all considered for the best this morning we have had a most scorching and burning sun making it almost intolerable very calm all day to about four p m when a slight breeze sprang up it did not last very long however the mate's boat nowhere to be seen this morning i hope he was more successful in catching water than we were water will now be a scarce article for as we get out of the doldrums we shall only get showers now and then in the trades this life is tolling severely on my strength henry holds out first rate sunday may twentieth latitude twelve degrees zero minutes nine seconds very little rain last night none that we could save to put in the cask no breeze to speak of it is very strange that we do not get the trades which usually come at eight degrees to ten degrees we all watch anxiously for a sail but as yet have only had visions of ships that came to naught the semblance without the substance god grant that the time is not far distant when we shall be picked up for that is my greatest hope the turtle which joe caught served us for dinner yesterday and to-day and very good it was no fish about us to-day we are daily in hopes of catching something for it helps out our stores wonderfully the second mate this afternoon succeeded in catching a booby a bird as large as a wild duck as they have no other meat it will go well may twenty first fine breeze all night about east quite as much as we could well stand it soon brought up a sea but we made a good night's work of it no rain to-day more squally and the wind not steady the second mate has been fortunate enough to catch three more boobies and gave us one for dinner to-day we had half a can of mincemeat divided up and served round which strengthened us somewhat just after dinner during a little squall and rolling very much we sprung our mast so badly that it had to be taken down cut off and reshipped the sail was also altered we may now be said to be on our trade wind our rigging like ourselves is rather weak however I believe I have not before stated that, in getting this long boat off the ship's deck, a large hole was stove on the starboard side of the keel. It has been caulked the best we could, but still we have to keep one man bailing all the while. One of the quarter-boats also had an oar-handle stove through her. We have headed to-day about northwest, which is perhaps well, for we hope we have easting enough to make some of the isles. If not, we are in better position to be picked up may twenty second last night wind headed us off so that part of the time we had to steer east southeast and then west northwest and so on this morning we were all startled by a cry of sail ho sure enough we could see it and for a time we cut adrift from the second mate's boat and steered so as to attract its attention this was about half past five a m after sailing in a state of high excitement for almost twenty minutes we made it out to be the chief mate's boat of course we were glad to see them and have them report all well but still it was a bitter disappointment to us all now that we are in the trades it seems impossible to make northing enough to strike the isles we have determined to do the best we can and get in the route of vessels such being the determination it became necessary to cast off the other boat which after a good deal of unpleasantness was done we again dividing water and stores and taking cocks into our boat this makes our number fifteen the second mate's crew wanted to all get in with us and cast the other boat adrift it was a very painful separation this afternoon caught a booby may twenty third a good breeze all night allowing us to head about northwest or a little better took a longitude observation this morning but the sun was overclouded at noon so we could make out neither latitude nor longitude 
our chances as we go west increase in regard to being picked up but each day our scanty fare is so much reduced without the fish turtle and birds sent us i do not know how we should have got along the other day i offered to read prayers morning and evening for the captain and last night commenced the men although of various nationalities and religions are very attentive and always uncovered may god grant my weak endeavor its issue see much gone down and altogether a comfortable day wind regular trade allowing us to head about northwest sun obscured nearly all day we want a few good showers to fill up our cask now twice heavily drawn upon in supplying the departing boat these however i hope and trust will be sent in good time we as yet suffer little from thirst having as a ration about half a tumbler a meal besides since the trades set in it is not so hot or languid no boobies nor fish to-day i am afraid our chance for fish after this is small as few here bite at a trolling hook and we have a fresh wind almost all the time turtles will be scarce also however i hope for birds may twenty fourth latitude fourteen degrees eighteen minutes north headed about northwest all day in the afternoon heavy sea with the promise of a bad night no birds or fish cans of oysters for dinner which gave five oysters apiece and three spoonfuls of juice which with an eighth of a biscuit made our allowance with about a gill of water such is our fare god have mercy upon us all we are all plainly getting weaker there is no blinding ourselves to that sorrowful truth our best hope is to the westward in the track of ships and let go the isles as we waste twice the time tacking for them such is the captain's notion ah how i wish i had striven to get the rest of my whiskey a spoonful of brandy with water has a marked effect upon us all all the evening had a heavy and cobbling sea may twenty fifth last night was a very hard one till about four a m the sea breaking over our weather side making everything wet and uncomfortable nor was the day any better i think hardly any one managed to keep entirely dry sun not fully out all day tried but could get no observation these are splendid trades for a ship but too much for our crank craft nothing particular happened to-day my cramped position makes lying one way any length of time almost impossible and one is sore almost all over plenty of flying fish about but none disposed to come aboard passed at some distance a spar but not near enough to see what it was saw also some whales blow weather misty with very fine rain which is penetrating good prospect of just such another night as last great difference noticeable in the men in regard to close steering and keeping a dry boat though our meals are very slight and poor men were never more eager for them or appreciated them better than we do may twenty sixth latitude fifteen degrees fifty minutes last night much more comfortable than the one before this occasionally we took some water in the first watch the watches are kept up four six-hour watches in a day a large flying fish came aboard and at about four a m we caught a booby which will do for our dinners to-day both fish and flesh we have to eat raw after drying or baking in the sun which has been so far a good hot one the men growing weaker and i think despondent they say very little though we cannot do better with the boat than sail within eight points of the wind particularly as the trades bring considerable sea which aids to head us off this beating is out of the question it seems our best chance to get in and lie in the track of ships with the hope that some one will run near enough our speck to see it i fear for the other two boats for the sea we had thursday night and friday was very hard for them i hope they stood west and are picked up 
Sunday, May 27th, latitude 16 degrees 0 minutes 5 seconds, longitude by chronometer 117 degrees 22 minutes, our fourth Sunday. When we left the ship we reckoned on having about ten days' supplies, and now we hope to be able, by rigid economy, to make them last another week if possible. Last night the sea was comparatively quiet, but the wind headed us off to about west-northwest, which has been about our course all day to-day. Another flying fish came aboard last night, and one more to-day, both small ones. No birds. A booby is a great catch, and a good large one makes a small dinner for the fifteen of us. That is, of course, as dinners go in the Hornet's longboat. Tried this morning to read the full service to myself with the communion, but found it too much, am too weak and get sleepy, and cannot give strict attention, so I put off half until this afternoon. I trust God will hear the prayers gone up for us at home to-day, and graciously answer them by sending us succor and help in this our season of deep distress. The ship was fired by carelessly drawing some varnish with an open lamp in hand, the barrel of varnish being in the booby-hatch, where are stored spare sails, riggings, etc. Orders had been given to have it on the deck to open. May 28th. Wind light and sea smooth last night, so that all hands, I hope, got a good six hours rest. This day wind freshened, enabling us to head about northwest. A good day for seeing a ship, but none to be seen. I still feel pretty well, but my legs are very weak. Henry bears up and keeps strength the best of any aboard, I think. Thank God. My earnest prayer is that he may be saved at any rate and restored. Our only chance is in being picked up, unless providentially provided with more provisions in the shape of fish or birds, which now seem more and more scarce. I do not feel despondent at all, for I fully trust that the Almighty will hear our and the home prayers, and he who suffers not a sparrow to fall sees and cares for us, his creatures. May twenty-ninth, Good breezes last night, and not very rough after nine o'clock. The moon is of great benefit to us, and a cheering comrade. I am sorry it is now on the wane. Today we changed to two meals a day, thereby to lengthen out our scanty stores as long as possible. We are all wonderfully well and strong, comparatively speaking, thanks to God and the good fare we had on board the ship. All the men are hearty and strong, even the ones that were down sick are well, except poor Peter, who had to be left to the second mate's boat. The two boats are ere this saved, or I fear for them. We have here a man who might have been a duke had not political troubles banished him from Denmark. He is one of our best men, have to-day quite enjoyed a chat with him. The rest, including Harry, Frenchman, seem rather callous to their condition. All seem attentive to our morning and evening prayers, which Henry reads, his voice being strongest. There is no complaining or swearing aboard, which is a great comfort. Henry and I have quiet little evening chats, which are of great comfort and consolation to us, even though they are on very painful subjects. Latitude 16 degrees, 44 minutes north. Longitude, chronometer, 119 degrees, 20 minutes. Reduce ration to a quarter of a biscuit a day to each man. Two quarts bread crumbs left, one-third of a ham, three small cans of oysters, and twenty gallons of water. Captain's Log May 30th. Latitude 17 degrees, 17 minutes. Last night a comparatively quiet one. Had a good breeze which enabled us to head about north-northwest. The result shows for itself on our latitude today. Made over 33 miles of northing since yesterday's observation. Shipped but little water, so all hands did some sleeping. 
this noon upon general agreement we have changed our course to west by north our reasons for this are good we are just in the latitude of a group of islands the american group though a long way east of them our prevailing wind trade is from northeast our chance is equally good of seeing vessels and lastly by sailing free we do not waste time which as our provisions are very low is a great object it is a hard scratch and a long six hundred and fifty miles but is all in all our best course it is perfectly useless to try to beat to windward with this boat so the other isles the revilla gagado group are of no account to us our rations at nine a m yesterday was a piece of ham two inches square and about as thin as it could be cut and one-eighth of a biscuit with about a gill of water at five p m we had about a quarter of a biscuit five oysters which constitute one-fifteenth of a can one and a half tablespoons full of the juice and a gill of water our stores however will not stand even two such meals a day as the above we have got to reduce the rations further for our bread is almost gone we have now left one can of oysters about three pounds of raisins one can of soup and bouillet less than half a ham and about three pints of biscuit crumbs god help us and provide for us somehow i feel much encouraged by this change of course we inaugurated today may thirty first very little to chronicle today last night was cold but not very wet made good headway all the twenty-four hours god grant us deliverance soon in the shape of a ship or if not strength to reach the american group of islands this a m the bread bag was found open and some bread missing we dislike to suspect any one of such a rascally act but there is no question that this grave crime has been committed two days will certainly finish the remaining morsels day obscured until about three p m when the wind and sea always seem to increase but afterward generally subside somewhat we have kept an anxious lookout for vessels all day but it was all for naught the hope was vain the captain has lost his glasses and therefore he cannot read our pocket prayer books as much as i think he would like though he is not familiar with them he is a good man and has been most kind to us almost fatherly he says if he had been offered the command of the ship sooner he should have brought his two daughters with him naturally enough he is now devoutly thankful he did not two meals a day of fourteen raisins and a piece of cracker the size of a cent for tea and a gill of water and a piece of ham and a piece of bread each the size of a cent for breakfast captain's log june first last night and to-day sea very high and cobbling breaking over and making us all wet and cold weather squally and there is no doubt that only careful management with god's protecting care preserved us through both the night and the day and really it is most marvellous how every morsel that passes our lips is blessed to us it makes me think daily of the miracles of the loaves and the fishes henry keeps up wonderfully which is a great consolation to me i somehow have great confidence and hope that our afflictions will soon be ended though we are running rapidly across the track of both outward and inward bound vessels and away from them our chief hope is a whaler man-of-war or some australian ship the islands we are steering for are put down in bowditch but on my map are said to be doubtful god grant they may be there hardest day yet captain's log june second latitude eighteen degrees nine minutes last night much like the previous one squally and cloudy with slight showers of rain and a heavy sea 
this morning much of the same toward noon however the sea went down somewhat and although it is still high it is a great deal more comfortable the sun also was out a good part of the time which has not been the case for a day or two it is a great blessing as it dries us the charitable breeze keeps off thirst wonderfully so that we even save water out of our scanty allowances we see very few birds now except mother carries chickens occasionally a boat swain and some sea birds that keep continually darting about just over the tops of the waves i cannot help thinking of the cheerful and comfortable time we had aboard the hornet two days scanty supplies left ten rations of water apiece and a little morsel of bread but the sun shines and god is merciful captain's log sunday june third latitude seventeen degrees fifty four minutes heavy sea all night and from four a m very wet the sea breaking over us in frequent sluices and soaking everything aft particularly all day the sea has been very high and it is a wonder that we were not swamped heaven grant that it may go down this evening our suspense and condition are getting terrible i managed this morning to crawl more than step to the forward end of the boat and was surprised to find i was so weak especially in the legs and knees the sun has been out again and i have dried some things and hope for a better night june fourth latitude seventeen degrees six minutes longitude one hundred thirty one degrees thirty minutes shipped hardly any seas last night and today the sea has gone down somewhat although it is still too high for comfort as we have an occasional reminder that water is wet the sun has been out all day and so we have had a good drying i have been trying for the past ten or twelve days to get a pair of drawers dry enough to put on and today at last succeeded i mention this to show the state in which we have lived if our chronometer is anywhere near right we ought to see the american isles tomorrow or next day if they are not there we have only the chance for a few days of a stray ship for we cannot eke out the provisions more than five or six days longer and our strength is failing very fast i was much surprised to-day to note how my legs have wasted away above my knees they are hardly thicker than my upper arm used to be still i trust in god's infinite mercy and feel sure he will do what is best for us to survive as we have done thirty-two days in an open boat with only about ten days fair provisions for thirty-one men in the first place and these twice divided subsequently is more than mere unassisted human art and strength could have accomplished or endured bread and raisins all gone captain's log men growing dreadfully discontented and awful grumbling and unpleasant talking is arising god save us from all strife of men and if we must die now take us himself and not embitter our bitter death still more henry's log june fifth quiet night and pretty comfortable day though our sail and block show signs of failing and need taking down which latter is something of a job as it requires the climbing of the mast we also had had news from forward there being discontent and some threatening complaints of unfair allowances etc all as unreasonable as foolish still these things bid us be on our guard i am getting miserably weak but try to keep up the best i can if we cannot find those isles we can only try to make northwest and get in the track of sandwich island bound vessels living as best we can in the meantime today we have changed to one meal and that at about noon with a small ration of water at eight or nine a m another at twelve midday and a third at five or six p m nothing left but a little piece of ham and a gill of water all round captain's log note secretly passed by henry to his brother 
cox told me last night there is getting to be a good deal of ugly talk among the men against the captain and us aft harry jack and fred especially they say that the captain is the cause of all that he did not try to save the ship at all nor to get provisions and even would not let the men put in some they had and that partiality is shown us in apportioning our rations aft jack asked cox the other day if he would starve first or eat human flesh cox answered he would starve jack then told him it would be only killing himself if we do not find these islands we would do well to prepare for anything harry is the loudest of all reply we can depend on charlie i think and thomas and cox can we not second note i guess so and very likely on peter but there is no telling charlie and cox are certain there is nothing definite said or hinted as yet as i understand cox but starving men are the same as maniacs it would be well to keep a watch on your pistol so as to have it and the cartridges safe from theft henry's log june fifth dreadful forebodings god spare us from all such horrors some of the men getting to talk a good deal nothing to write down heart very sad henry's log june sixth passed some seaweed and something that looked like the trunk of an old tree but no birds beginning to be afraid islands not there today it was said to the captain in the hearing of all that some of the men would not shrink when a man was dead from using the flesh though they would not kill horrible god give us all full use of our reason and spare us from such things from plague pestilence and famine from battle and murder and from sudden death good lord deliver us june sixth latitude sixteen degrees thirty minutes longitude chronometer one hundred thirty four degrees dry night and wind steady enough to require no change in sail but this a m an attempt to lower it proved abortive first the third mate tried and got up to the block and fastened a temporary arrangement to reeve the halyards through but had to come down weak and almost fainting before finishing then joe tried and after twice ascending fixed it and brought down the block but it was very exhausting work and afterward he was good for nothing all day the clue iron which we are trying to make serve for the broken block works however very indifferently and will i am afraid soon cut the rope it is very necessary to get everything connected with the sail in good easy running order before we get too weak to do anything with it only three meals left captain's log june seventh latitude sixteen degrees thirty five minutes north longitude one hundred thirty six degrees thirty minutes west night wet and uncomfortable today shows us pretty conclusively that the american isles are not here though we have had some signs that looked like them at noon we decided to abandon looking any further for them and tonight haul a little more northerly so as to get in the way of sandwich island vessels which fortunately come down pretty well this way say to latitude nineteen degrees to twenty degrees to get the benefit of the trade winds of course all the westing we have made is gain and i hope the chronometer is wrong in our favor for i do not see how any such delicate instrument can keep good time with the constant jarring and thumping we get from the sea with a strong trade we have i hope that a week from sunday will put us in sight of the sandwich islands if we are not saved before that time by being picked up june eighth my cough troubled me a good deal last night and therefore i got hardly any sleep at all still i make out pretty well and should not complain yesterday the third mate mended the block and this p m the sail after some difficulty was got down and harry got to the top of the mast and rove the halyards through after some hardship so that it now works easy and well this getting up the mast is no easy matter at any time with the sea we have and is very exhausting in our present state 
we could only reward harry by an extra ration of water we have made good time in course to-day heading her up however makes the boat ship seas and keeps us all wet however it cannot be helped riding is a rather precarious thing these times our meal to-day for the fifteen consists of half a can of soup and bouillet the other half is reserved for to-morrow henry still keeps up grandly and is a great favorite god grant he may be spared a better feeling prevails among the men captain's log june ninth latitude seventeen degrees fifty three minutes finished to-day i may say our whole stock of provisions we have only left a lower end of a ham bone with some of the outer rind and skin on in regard to water however i think we have got ten days supply at our present rate of allowance this with what nourishment we can get from bootlegs and such chewable matter we hope will enable us to weather it out till we get to the sandwich islands or sailing in the meantime in the track of vessels thither bound be picked up my hope is in the latter for in all human probability i cannot stand the other still we have been marvellously protected and god i hope will preserve us all in his own good time and way the men are getting weaker but are still quiet and orderly sunday june tenth latitude eighteen degrees forty minutes longitude one hundred forty two degrees thirty four minutes a pretty good night last night with some weddings and again another beautiful sunday i cannot but think how we should all enjoy it at home and what a contrast is here how terrible their suspense must begin to be god grant it may be relieved before very long and he certainly seems to be with us in everything we do and has preserved this boat miraculously for since we left the ship we have sailed considerably over three thousand miles which taking into consideration our meagre stock of provisions is almost unprecedented as yet i do not feel the stint of food so much as i do that of water even henry who is naturally a great water drinker can save half of his allowance from time to time when i cannot my diseased throat may have something to do with that however henry ferguson's log sunday june tenth our ham bone has given us a taste of food to-day and we have got left a little meat and the remainder of the bone for to-morrow certainly never was there such a sweet knuckle-bone or one which was so thoroughly appreciated i do not know that i feel any worse than i did last sunday notwithstanding the reduction of diet and i trust that we may all have strength given us to sustain the sufferings and hardships of the coming week we estimate that we are within seven hundred miles of the sandwich islands and that our average daily is somewhat over one hundred miles so that our hopes have some foundation in reason heaven send we may all live to reach land june eleventh ate the meat and rind of our ham bone and have the bone and the greasy cloth from around the ham left to eat to-morrow god send us birds or fish and let us not perish of hunger or be brought to the dreadful alternative of feeding on human flesh as i feel now i do not think anything could persuade me but you cannot tell what you will do when you are reduced by hunger and your mind wandering i hope and pray we can make out to reach the islands before we get to this strait but we have one or two pretty desperate men aboard though they are quiet now it is my firm trust and belief that we are going to be saved all food gone captain's log june twelfth stiff breeze and we are fairly flying dead ahead of it and towards the islands good hopes but the prospects of hunger are awful eight ham bone to-day it is the captain's birthday he is fifty-four years old to-day june thirteenth the ham rags are not gone yet and the bootlegs we find are very palatable after we get the salt out of them 
A little smoke, I think, does some little good, but I don't know. June 14th, hunger does not pain us as much, but we are dreadful weak. Our water is getting frightfully low. God grant we may see land soon. Nothing to eat, but feel better than I did yesterday. Toward evening we saw a magnificent double rainbow, the first we had seen. Captain said, Cheer up, boys. It's a prophecy. It's the bow of promise. June 15th, God forever be praised for his infinite mercy to us land in sight rapidly neared it and soon were sure of it two noble kanakas swam out and took the boat ashore we were joyfully received by two white men mr jones and his steward charlie and a crowd of native men women and children they treated us splendidly aided us and carried us up the bank and brought us water poi bananas and green coconuts but the white men took care of us and prevented those who would have eaten too much from doing so everybody overjoyed to see us and all sympathy expressed in faces deeds and words we were then helped up to the house and help we needed mr jones and his steward charlie are the only white men here treated us splendidly gave us first about a teaspoonful of spirits in water and then to each a cup of hot tea with a little bread takes every care of us gave us later another cup of tea and bread the same and then let us go to rest it is the happiest day of my life god in his mercy has heard our prayer and we are saved everybody is so kind words cannot tell june sixteenth mr jones gave us a delightful bed and we surely had a good night's rest but not sleep we were too happy to sleep they gave captain a little room and the same to sam and me and gave the sitting-room to the men we enjoyed the night but did not sleep would keep the reality and not let it turn into a delusion dreaded that we might wake up and find ourselves in the boat again they have told their story and in their own language i hardly know which to admire most the steady persistence and faithfulness with which they kept up their journals through such a weary time or the unwavering hopefulness they showed from first to last in the face of the seeming hopelessness of rescue they wanted to doctor the diaries a little but it did not appear to me that any emendations were necessary a careful and elegantly composed log-book gotten up in the midst of thirst starvation and a stormy sea would seem so strikingly unnatural that its genuineness might reasonably be questioned the men were so carefully nursed where they landed at lua pahoho on the island of hawaii that all except one seaman were able to walk about within ten days afterwards yet in some cases there had been no action of their bowels for twenty and thirty days and in one case forty-four days with ten days provisions captain mitchell performed this extraordinary voyage of forty-three days and eight hours in an open boat sailing four thousand miles in reality and three thousand three hundred sixty by direct courses and brought every man safe to land each individual day of those six weeks bears its testimony to his watchfulness his prudence his cool courage his foresight perseverance and fidelity to his duty and his rare intelligence in him are the elements of greatness this strange voyage in its entirety is an eloquent witness of the watchful presence of an all-powerful providence and as such its record carries with it a lesson that cannot be valueless this presence was distinctly manifested on two occasions at least henry mentions the fact of the boat going directly before the wind toward the islands on last day it was getting late they had to make land that day or perish 
they struck boldly for the shore and when they had got pretty well in they lowered the sail and afterward not liking the appearance of the reef tried to hoist it again in retreat but they were too feeble to accomplish it and beheld themselves drifting helplessly upon the rocks after all their toils and hardships and it was all the better they swept through an almost imperceptible opening in the coral reef and were saved there was not another place within thirty-five miles where they could have got to land or found a human habitation everywhere else a precipice more than a thousand feet high comes down like a wall to the sea with forty fathoms water at its base and not even bordered by a strip of ground wide enough for a man to stand open the other case is that of cox the mate's boat had bidden the captain's good-bye and departed but came back directly and the captain was requested to receive a man cox came on board and was the only man who warned the captain and passengers afterwards when the conspirators had sworn their lives away before closing a few words ought to be said about the conspiracy the captain says that for many days he had known that a murderous discontent was brewing by the distraught air of some of the men and the guilty look of others and so he stayed on guard slept no more kept his hatchet hid and close at hand at this time the famishing ravenous men were cutting boots handkerchiefs and shirts into bits and eating them they had done so for days they were even eating the staves of the butter cask they were wild with hunger they were in a manner insane and in the judgment of no just and merciful man responsible for their words or deeds they afterward dreaded in honolulu that the captain and passengers would take legal measures against them because of their murderous conspiracy but their fears were without foundation these gentlemen well understood the case and only pitied the men they insisted for some time that i should leave out all mention of the conspiracy from their published journals that the men were frenzied is shown by the fact that they told cox in a whispered conference at night that the captain had all the ship's money in the boat a million dollars in gold and silver just about enough to sink such a craft they were to watch until such time as the captain might become worn out and fall asleep and then kill him and the passengers they were afraid of ferguson's pistol and the captain's hatchet and laid many a plan for getting hold of the weapons they told cox they would divide the money with him if he kept quiet and helped but they would kill him if he exposed them he refused to join the conspiracy and they said he should die and so after that day after day and night after night he did not go to sleep but kept watch upon them in fear for his life the captain and passengers remained under arms and watched also but talked pleasantly and gave no sign that they knew what was in the men's minds the captain spoke now and then of his strength holding out being a necessity since only he could use the chart and the quadrant and find the land by way of conclusion it may be well enough to say that up to the present time no tidings have been received of the poor fellows in the missing boats it seems almost idle now to hope that they are saved honolulu sandwich islands july second eighteen sixty six end of forty three days in an open boat by mark twain